Why, hello there, friends. It's been a minute, but welcome back. The How Do You Health podcast is here today with a brand new episode featuring our host, Dr. Jonathan Mendoza, who is a doctor of chiropractic and also a family nurse nurse practitioner. Man, I can't talk today. We are brought to you, as always, by Slenderella, the liver detox fat-burning shot made with FDA-approved all-natural vitamins and minerals and amino acids. We are also brought to you by Flabs to Fitness, Inc., specializing in 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere, virtual health coaching, and marketing for other health companies in the social media and blog realm. All right, folks, short and sweet intro today. We have... John and Baldo in-house talking on this episode, doing a great Q&A session. We have a lot of people asking a ton of different questions about the services that MSW Lounge offers and just nutrition and lifestyle in general. So we wanted to address some of those today and I hope you like it. So this is unscripted. Unscripted, live. Here we go, I got a couple questions. Uh, welcome everybody to the How Do You Health podcast slash live Facebook live I guess that's cool right um, hi guys I'm Baldo I'm gonna be the guest host today I wanted to do a Q&A with uh, nurse dosa as we call him here uh, with Jonathan because uh, um, you know he's one of the big reasons I moved to Austin or should be the, the main reason I moved to Austin is to start this new health uh, empire as we like to call it now. yeah um, but uh, I wanted you guys to know a little bit deeper his story not just about because he shared his story about uh you know being in the uh, i guess in the pain world before before coming here and before i moved here and helped helped him build this uh little franchise which uh i think we call a very fun fun thing to do but i, I have a couple questions for him so you guys can get to know him a little bit more and uh you want to do you have anything to say just to say hi yeah hi uh I'm Nurse Doza, uh, Jonathan Mendoza, nurse practitioner here with MSW Lounge, and uh, this is unscripted. I usually have an interview with someone that I know a little bit about. Um, I have given my story before about how do I health, but I'm curious to see what Baldo here the, yeah. uh, has to say about everything, so let's go for it. Cool. So, my first question for you, John. Um, I wanted to do this feature because uh, although I've always known myself that he's very passionate about just things in general, but especially about his work, um, and since I started working with him, I've seen how um, how passion can manifest into helping people, especially in, in, in our industry. Um, and for me, along with, with yoga, I've discovered that for, for the first time that I can do that through work, and I'm forever grateful for him and for what we were doing for that. Um, but what I wanted to ask you, um, as you may know, like you said, he's very passionate is where, where does that passion stem from? Where did it first start as far as your passion for vitamins and whatnot, um, to then want to start something like this for, for, for everyone? Yeah. Um, I think the passion probably started when I was an undergrad, I took a nutrition class and I remember learning about amino acids and I, it was a night class. There was a gentleman, a very fascinating professor. He was a 
a medical doctor as well as becoming a lawyer and he used to talk about nutrition in a sense of a, a chemical response and so being the scientific background and mindset that I have and that I possess I was curious because the way that I understood it that our DNA is made up of amino acids so amino acids if they're important they come from our diet and uh, we need them in order to function then we have to look at food as medicine and we have to look at food as being uh, the the main purpose of, of providing nutrients for our body in order to function and I thought that was fascinating I never heard that before so I, that was the first time I kind of put the pieces together as far as food as your medicine but I think really the big thing that changed my life was when I was uh, in my early 20s I had gained some weight and I was uh, you know I stopped playing baseball and I wasn't active in sports as much as I wanted to be and I wasn't really healthy and even in that nutritional class you know I'm eating like chicken fried steak and chicken nuggets and french fries while I'm listening about nutrition so it was going one year out the other but um, you know even in my mid-twenties you know my dad had some heart issues and you know around the same time I was thinking like well I need to do something to shape up and 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 change my health for the better so uh, I actually started learning how to cook right and healthier for my sister Andrea and she actually when we lived together she told me how to cook and how to make healthier meals and so after a while I started cooking food for myself and learned that this is a lot better than going out and getting prepared from someone else and when I started doing that I started noticing I was feeling better I was feeling um, healthier in a sense I had more energy I was sleeping better you know I wasn't uh, I don't know like I wasn't as tired walking up the stairs I was able to work out longer uh, my mood was better I wasn't sluggish when I was coming home from work so I knew that food at that point was was a valuable piece to my health and wellness and when I really became passionate about it is when I learned about it in chiropractic school that this can be a form of medicine uh, on a much bigger scale we learned about nutrition and vitamins and how it was applied into the medical field and then I started uncovering all this research and I started learning more about it and I'm a very much a purist at heart and I love helping people naturally and talking about natural ways to treat the body and when I became a nurse practitioner, I was able to actually give the shots and IVs for the vitamins that I provide now at MSW Lounge. And as I started seeing the changes it made in other people's lives, I started realizing I have this powerful tool and I became more passionate about the idea of helping other people bring this, this other option to them. And so the short answer is I became passionate about this probably about 10 years ago. And cumulative from personal experiences as well as seeing it from other people but ever since then I made it a goal to say I want to know the cutting edge research I want to know exactly what's going on in uh, other clinics around the country and around the world that are doing other things to help other people get better because I want to be on the forefront of that and 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 give that option to other people as well cool so I remember when John first talked it was at ACL a little over a year ago now um, and we talked about uh, me moving here and helping you build this dream. Mm -hmm. I really, at that point, I really didn't know too much about what was going on because I, well, the one thing I did know is that, um, and just from knowing John for so long, is that he wouldn't just be like pitching some, like just whatever for, for anyone. And I'll, and it did make some sort of sense of what we was talking about with vitamins and amino acids and DNA structures and all that. But at the same time, it was more just like, his passion to help people that I felt like, well, I, I feel like I can have a role in that. And, and since then, it's evolved into so many different things. Like, yes, we have the lounge, but we also have some practice management. We have some, like, you know, brand management. We have all sorts of things going on that we never even, you know, even dreamed of. And it hasn't even been a full year since we went off on our own. Yeah. But um, one question I had for you as well, as far as, like, uh, 
the way you're using vitamin therapies. Like, what do you see as the biggest difference um, in people's reactions or in, or in the way they deal with vitamins? Or, or you know, is it positive, obviously, I think, or, or negative, um, as opposed to their reactions to, you know, medicine before? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a great question. So when people take medicine, they tend to take it with the idea that it's going to um, help a condition, right? Like if they're sick, this is going to make me feel better. If I have an illness, this is going to help, um, you know, take care of the symptoms that I'm having from the illness, right? But then there's also side effects from that medication. So the biggest positive thing that I could say from vitamins is that you could still get those same types of benefits like you would get from actual medication, but the even better benefit is that you don't have the negative side effects from vitamins like you would with medicine. And uh, I can give you an example. So um, there's a medicine that you give for nerve pain, and there's a couple of them that are pretty popular. It's for nerve nerves that are constantly overfiring, and you probably hear these commercials because it's like... Do you suffer from chronic nerve pain and achy muscles and chronic fatigue? And, and uh, do you think that you need uh, something to help you deal with that on a long-term basis? And so they talk about this one medication. I won't mention it by name, but you've probably seen it around the 6 o'clock news or whatever. And, and people will come to the clinic and say, oh, I need that medicine because I saw it on TV. I saw a commercial for it. Uh, this is what I have. These are the symptoms. I think it would help me. So when you give them the medicine, you check back with them, you know, a month later or so, a couple of weeks, and you say, well, how's it going? And one of the side effects to this medicine is that you get blurry vision or you get swollen lips. Now, that doesn't seem like the worst case scenario, right, when you say it out loud. But imagine, like, if you take this medicine, you just know that you're going to have a blurried vision after, like, an hour or two. Like, you just expect it. Uh, imagine that you take a medicine and you're just like, my lips are going to swell and it's going to be numb and hard for me to eat, you know, for the next couple of days. But you get used to it. I think that we settle for that. You know, with vitamins, the side effects from like B12 and like glutathione aren't swollen lips and, and blurried vision. It's like you sleep better and you have more energy and you go to the bathroom more. So those are the side effects. And I think in the bigger scheme of things, I, I would rather take an, an option that is going to have less negative side effects and more positive. And so I think that vitamins have more positive uh, side effects than medicines would, but um, vitamins can also fix the problem as opposed to medicine that's only going to mask the problem, right? It's not going to reverse diabetes uh, if you take a, you know, a metformin. It's not going to, like metformin is not going to necessarily make you more insulin sensitive. Uh, glutathione is going to boost your immune system, but like, you know, taurine, biotin, uh, chromium, like that's going to make you more insulin sensitive, right? So like, you know, not only are you taking something that's going to give you more energy, but it's going to help you regulate your insulin. And I think that's a positive side effect from some of the antioxidants that we give. Uh, you look at short-term effects, medicine will be given and they say like, all right, you take an antibiotic, you should feel better within 24 hours. Well, the vitamins that we give here at MSW Lounge, like I tell people, you should feel something within 30 minutes to 45 minutes. Yeah. And so there's instant gratification and there's an instant response that most people really like and they, they crave. So if you look at it, vitamins, and they should be considered medicine as well, nutraceuticals is what I refer to them as, but vitamins have uh, more positive side effects 
and they have less negative side effects and then of course um, you feel them very quickly especially in a shot or an IV and and you can even fix a problem because you have vitamin deficiencies and you can get B12 or B6 as a deficiency uh, a solution but like you don't have a deficiency in like an antidepressant you don't have a deficiency in a beta blocker like you don't you don't have that and then of course there's the side effects that come with that so I think it's a lot safer uh, better response for many certain uh, common issues that we find in medical practice and you feel like people can carry along carry with it longer as well well I think so because you know this is this stuff stays in your system a pretty long time um, you know I have people who tell me that you know from the, some of the shots that they get they can feel a difference for two to three days I have certain people that take like ADHD medication and they said that some days they forget to take their, you know, uh, their ADHD medication and they got a shot of brain candy and they're like, hey, it was the same type of energy and focus. I didn't have the antsiness as I normally do with my medication, but uh, I didn't have to take my medicine all day. I also don't feel like we ever get uh, people saying, I want to get off of my B12. I've, I've, never heard, <laughs> I've never heard anyone ever say, like, I felt incredible and amazing from that B12 shot and from the Slenderella and your glutathione, I don't ever want to have that again. That was way too much for me. Yeah. And you don't get that. Like, but we get that people all the time saying, like, hey, I want to get off of this med or like that. Yes. Med. I've, never, I've never heard anyone say, I want to stop taking vitamins. So why, <laughs> why do they want to get off if, if obviously it's making them feel better because of the meds? The meds, yeah. Um, I think it's because of the side effects. And, like, for example, there's antidepressants that tend to mess with your sexual function, right? Like, that's a common side effect. And so if you give, if you give a medicine like an antidepressant to someone who is depressed, the, the next thing that's probably in line with what's going on with them is they probably can't perform in the bedroom. So you don't want to give them a medication. Yeah, that's depressing. That is depressing. <laughs> so you don't want to give them something for the depression that's going to cause their sexual dysfunction to get worse. And then now you have to give them something for the, the erectile dysfunction or the sexual dysfunction and you look at antibiotics people have you know diarrhea from that it's like i don't want to take a pill that's going to cause me to have to go to the bathroom every two hours you know so i think uh i think those negative side effects and the way it makes people feel is the reason why people want to stop taking medications yeah i know that whenever i came on board and i agreed i said one of the things i told you was we need to make this a lot about education a because i needed it i needed it as well I needed to be educated on it so I can, you know, help you create sales uh, processes and um, sales scripts and, and whatnot so yeah. I can understand it. Um, and since then, we've implemented, the, you know, the podcast. We, we try to do all sorts of, like, uh, social media stuff as well, too. We try to do talks. We try to do, like, our medical yoga, and we always implement a little bit of education in before that as well, too. Um, what Can you speak about what your beliefs are? as far as our country, where health education is at, uh, where it can be, and, and where MSW can play a role in that? Wow, that's a great question. Um, so, as of right now, I do believe that there is a grassroots change going on amongst our community, amongst the population, because I think with all the over-prescriptions that we are given, and the over-medications and polypharmacies that people tend to have, I think people are sick of it. I think they're tired of going to the doctor and saying, hey, I got this condition. You give them a pill and then it's like, oh, well, I have a side effect from that. Now I need another pill for that. And you take another pill for that. And you take another pill. If you're taking something that's supposed to help you get better, you shouldn't have a negative uh, side effect from those things. And it's not that people 
only want medication. That's not the case. It's just that they're only given one option. And the educational aspect of it is people are going out of their way to find other options out there and not just take the first option that's given. So, for example, the Internet, as much as you hate it or love it, it is like Dr. Google for most people. And if you have the ability now to walk into a doctor's office and be given a diagnosis and be given one or two options, that person might not sign up for that option right away. They might go home and say, well, I'm going to do some research, which is AKA, I'm going to go on the internet and look up a bunch of information on this and then try to differentiate between my options and figure out what's the best one. So the internet has been useful, but the problem is, is that you can have some post on Facebook that unfortunately might be like pretty legit and, and, and actually be accurate, or it might be a big sales pitch and it's not that uh, accurate to begin with and it's not, um, it, it, it's not a good option. So when you have people who are out there looking for other health and wellness options to make them feel better, people aren't stupid. And that's the one thing I'm gonna give credit to most people who are out there, they just want options. They just want to be educated, and so I think the internet has provided that grassroots campaign to where if you're looking for help and you're not getting it at your uh, doctor's office or you're getting it at your specialist's office, you're going to go online and you're going to see like forums and blogs and other people have said, I've dealt with this. These are the options that I have and what's helped me. These are things to look into, and so the educational aspect is it's out there, but the problem is, is that it's not... It's not uh, mainstream enough yet, right? When we get our information from the doctor shows on syndicated TV or whatever the new news uh, media outlets have been telling, oh, this is a new research that's been coming out. There's thousands of research articles that are being produced every year about vitamins, but how many of you actually can find where that, that, that resource is at? So... And how can you trust that it's the, and, re the and, real source? And it's the real source, right? Fake news, as they call it, right? Is this a real legitimate article or research? And so that's why I think that there's enough people in demand for that, that, that the movement is being created because there's an unsettling uh, revolution in health that basically say take control of your health because your doctor, unfortunately, might not have, not have all the answers. And if you have to look for it on your own time, you're going to have to do a lot of research to go out there. And people are willing to do that. And I think that's a positive sign that people are willing to take control of their own health and do the research to find out what's best for them. Perfect. Um, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. So I know that we uh, have been working with some foundations. Okay. You're serving on the boards, right? And uh, can you speak a little bit about them, how they play a role in what you see in our clients, um, you know, how, how you, they can correlate? and then also um, why you chose to serve with them. So the two foundations that we're a part of, and I say we as in Baldo is also a part of it, um, is that we are part of a Health Star Foundation, which is based here out of Austin, Texas, and that teaches uh, childhood nutrition into school systems, public school systems, housing authorities, and it's also incorporating health and wellness into everyday childhood education. And that could be in the form of lectures, could be in the form of cooking classes, could be the form of a, an iPad or tablet application. So we're pretty much trying to promote that if food is your medicine, you need to start at an early age learning about food as a medicine. That way when you grow up, you know how to eat right in order to treat your body correctly. So it's a wonderful nonprofit. As you know, I, I get on my soapbox about food as medicine. Why not go to the root source? If you believe that uh, obesity and malnutrition, not necessarily malnutrition, but misinformation about 
uh, diet and that diet should be better in this country, then you might not be able to teach a 60-year-old how to eat right, but you can definitely teach a 6-year-old how to eat right, and that might carry on for the rest of their lives. So go to the root source of it, right? That's what true medicine is. Go to the root source and fix it. That's what HealthStar's doing. That's why I'm so proud to be a part of that. The other foundation that we just became a part of is the Hi How Are You Foundation, which is also based out of Austin. And that one is incorporating the uh, removing the stigma that is the taboo to talk about mental health and disease. And we had a meeting here last night at the clinic and we talked about we want to remove the stigma of mental health and we want to be able to talk about it openly, almost like the Me Too campaign, right? Like you want to make it aware that everyone is walking around dealing with issues that are going on that people won't really necessarily know about or want to talk about, but it's okay to go through those issues. And so we shouldn't look at it as it's a mental disease. It's a dysfunction in the brain. And so if it's a dysfunction, just like anything that goes on in the body, whether it's diabetes or, or high blood pressure, you can fix and correct the problems through vitamins. But in the sense of mental health, you can also correct uh, the dysfunction in the brain if you know how to give the right treatment. So we want to look at it as saying, Let's talk about mental health, but look at it as brain health. And the first event that, that we had was last week. It was a wonderful music festival to honor Daniel Johnston. He's a wonderful Austin musician. The Hi, How Are You Frog, I'm pretty sure you've seen it uh, on his album covers. You've seen Kurt Cobain from Nirvana wear it. It's a, it's a big icon here in Austin, but around the world as well. But it's going to be a symbol to talk about health, uh, especially when it comes to brain health and mental health. And we're very much a part of that because every day that people come into this clinic, when you ask them, hi, how are you doing today? It's such an open-ended question that you don't know what the response is going to be. Yeah. We're walking around every day with thoughts and stressors and, and wonderful and horrible things at the same time that are affecting us. And if you react a certain way to someone based off what's going on internally, that other person might not know that. It might not know the baggage that's going on with you and what you're carrying with you. And, un, you know, you mix that in with road rage or, you know, a social media post that rubs you the wrong way. And all of a sudden, it, it turns into this whole explosion that didn't need to happen. But if we understand that we're all functioning on different levels, we're wired differently, then we understand that it's okay to be depressed. It's okay to be sad, to be anxious, that this too shall pass, but there's ways to deal with it. And I want people to know that they're not alone when it comes to suicidal thoughts or depression or PTSD or schizophrenia, that there's so many people out there that are affected by it. And by simply asking them, hey, hi, how are you today? It could mean the world of a difference to someone. And so that's the awareness that we're trying to bring with this foundation as well. And so can vitamins help with uh, depression as well? Yeah. I mean, the amazing thing was that when we had our talk here last night, there was other, uh, there's two other uh, health and wellness people there. One was a coach and another one was a self-proclaimed biohacker. And for the people listening, you know who the biohackers are. These are people who go out of their way to promote a healthy environment and lifestyle for people. And I'm the vitamin guy, you know, when it comes to talking about how it can be applied to depression and diabetes and what sort. But they were the ones who were talking about methylcobalamin and B12 and how it can boost serotonin levels and make depression not as bad for certain people. Uh, and they were talking about food and how it helps the gut and how that's linked to depression. And so it was really cool to hear non-medical people talk about that in a sense of saying, wow, like they're catching on. Like they, there's people who are looking and, and providing this movement. And I was the first to step in and say, but you know what else? It goes beyond B12. 
There's other vitamins and minerals that can help with brain health to help maybe prevent Alzheimer's and dementia. It can help with focus and maybe help ADHD and maybe even, you know, help with schizophrenia and bipolar and PTSD. And the vitamins that we provide here, we've seen it in practice to where people come back who have depression and say, I took that. I noticed a difference to where this might be the answer for me getting off my meds. And if you think about that statement, that's a powerful statement. And it's a cry for, for wanting more information to say, well, what else can you help me with? What else can we do? And vitamins very well could be the actual treatment for most people to say, hey, this is, this is what's going to help me get through the next day. This is what's going to help me get through with our, with our morning. This is what's going to help me get up in the morning and want to face the day. So vitamins are very much a part of brain health and mental health, and they can be applied in that manner. We have a client almost walking in here for a second, but I got <laughs> just a couple more questions. Uh, uh, switching gears one more time, because I also have my, my, my viewers on Text Mix Yogi on Instagram watching as well, too. I announced yesterday that I was doing a 90-day challenge yeah. um, because uh, there's several things going on. Like one, of them, one, one of them is that I've always wanted to, to do a challenge where I can like bring down, uh, bring down my, uh, my body fat percentage to like 7%. I don't even understand why. I just think it's like it'd be cool to do just to see like, hey, I know I can do that. I probably won't keep it up <laughs> after that because I do like the way that I live and, and eating here, things that I probably shouldn't to keep that body percentage. But it's fine. I want to try it. Plus, I'm also a wellness coach. So I want if someone else has that goal, I want to be able to say like, I know I can do it for myself. I won't be able to do it to you with the help of John as well, too. But um, what, the other thing is that I always hear you telling people 90 days whenever they come in and say, like, this is what my goal is. This is what I want to do. I want to lose X amount of weight or X amount of body fat percentage. Why, why 90 days? I think a three-month window is a very good insight into how the body can make those internal changes. If you do a 90-day cleanse, people feel pretty amazing after that. But then what happens with most people when they do a 30-day cleanse or a 30-day detox or elimination diet, they tend to say, okay, I did it for 30 days, and then they went back to their normal lifestyle. You know, just like what Baldo said, like, well, I'm only going to do this temporarily. I'm going to go back to where I was. It's, and he thinks, right? But what I tend to find with, 30, with three months is that that's enough time to basically form a new habit. And it's enough time for the body to recognize what kind of changes you're trying to do and make it a long-lasting change. Three months is also a good time frame to reset your metabolism and, and get your body functioning uh, and breaking down food for energy in a different mindset. And so supplements, whether they're oral, they're shots or, or IVs, they can make profound effects. But when you do a three-month window you now know a little bit more into a, an overall research picture to say like, this is a good sample size, right? Like for a month I did this, but that might be just, I tried for a month to eliminate food and those are the initial changes. And after like, you know, a couple weeks, I didn't notice any difference. But if you do it for three months, if you do a big change for three months where you clean up your lifestyle, not only are you going to feel better, but it's gonna, you're going to notice it in your blood work. You're going to help me heal too? It will help you heal. Like the, it's, it's a commitment because you're continuing the lifestyle that you've created. And if you only do it for 30 days, I, I hear too many people say, well, I went back to the way I was eating. But the ones who get the picture that say it's a lifestyle change, they go above and beyond. And they say, well, I'm going to do it for another month. Or I'm going to do it for another couple months. And then I'm going to see even what other changes I can make. And that's why I think three months 
uh, window of making your changes and redoing your blood work will give us a good insight to say you created a new habit and these are the profound changes and, and positive effects that we've seen on it. So this is, this is an example of one of the labs that we're going to be doing. What kind of things are we going to be able to see on here? So the labs that we're going to use here are essentially a comprehensive look at heart health, uh, metabolic testing for diabetes and insulin. It's going to show you how you break down your fatty acid into omega-3s and 6s. It checks your liver, your kidneys, your heart health. It checks inflammation markers. It checks all your hormones. It checks vitamin D everything in here to give me a solid look into what's going on with your body right now. But the other thing that this test has that a lot of other tests don't have and regular tests don't, um, this has biomarkers. And I think biomarkers are the future of laboratory testing. And biomarkers are genetic markers that show you how your body functions as compared to someone else's. So for example, Baldo and I are Hispanic. That means we're pre-diabetic. That's genetics, right? There's an issue with the way we metabolize sugar in our bodies that make us more prone to becoming diabetic. Certain people have genetic issues that causes them to have heart issues. You know, uh, Baldo's mother had breast cancer. My mother had breast cancer. So genetically, we're at risk for developing cancer in our lifestyle, whether it's or, li or in our life, as opposed, you know, like maybe with me, it'd be prostate cancer or something, right? Yeah. You know, so we're at risk for that. So biomarkers in the blood work give us a picture into predicting a trend or something that's going to happen in the future. Because like, for example, if you go in and you get your blood work from a regular practitioner, they say, oh, blood work looks normal. Everything's in range right now. And that person's like, well, I came into you to see you because I didn't feel like everything was in range. I felt like something was off, but you're telling me blood work's normal. But what's going to happen down the road is that you're going to say, well, I want to, like my parents have diabetes or heart problems or cancer. I don't want that to happen to me. What can I do to prevent that? Is there blood work that shows me that I might be at risk for that? That's what genetic biomarkers do, and they test for that. So with Baldo, we're going to first take his blood work at the beginning of this. We're basically going to set a baseline to say, hey, these are what... These are what everything is showing us as far as your, your inflammation test, your heart test, your, your, your hormones, all that. Then he's going to clean up his diet, and we're going to customize some shots and some vitamins for him. And then after three months, we're going to recheck the blood work and see if we've lowered any of the inflammation markers. Because if you look at him, I mean, you're a healthy guy. Yeah. You know, everyone says, hey, you look great, you're skinny, you're fit, like you do yoga every day, you eat vegan food. You know, but what's going on internally is how is that processing? Is it helping him or is it hurting him? Does he need a little more help? Does he need something more customized? So the blood work will be able to give us an insight into what I can't see on the surface. Oh, yeah, you're doing all of this, but guess what? It's also causing a lot of dysfunction for your brain. It's causing a lot of dysfunction for your heart. You know, maybe it's putting strain on your kidneys. We can, we can check that and then make a, a plan to see if we can help fix those problems to where in maybe three months we did it and we retested and everything looks a lot better and we say this is the plan going forward. And we're doing brain as well? We're doing brain as well. So a lot of times uh, people come in here with the depression issues, right? Or their parents had Alzheimer's and, and dementia and they're saying is there blood work they can check to see if I'm at risk for that? And there is. There's a urinalysis test that Baldo's going to be doing as well that we'll be able to check to see is that a marker in his brain that's saying, hey, you're deficient in this vitamin, you could be at risk for depression, um, and, and this is why your depression is a little bit worse. Maybe if we give you this vitamin, maybe your markers will change and get back into range. Cool. So 
I'm excited to share results with you guys and to see how everything's carrying along. I know that uh, inflammation for me is a big deal right now because of my, uh, for those of you who have been following, I had a, uh, what do you call it, um, this, not a dislocation, hyperextension of the knee. And, and the, you know, right now, I was able to start walking again and then I, I re-injured it again. And I know a lot of it has to do with inflammation because I, you know, whenever it is reduced, I don't feel pain uh, when I'm eating cleaner i say yeah but uh since i was about to start this uh this diet um or, or this little health plan i was like i'm just gonna do it all because i'm about to go 90 days without it and my knee hurts so i i know the inflammation plays a part of it um last thing to to, to finish up here is just going to be about the company um what do you envision the company being a year from now we haven't we're not completely at a year yet but in a year from now and also five years from now and then to incorporate something in between that what is uh, Slenderella, and how do you see it play in, playing a role in those plans? So, I envision that a year out from where we started in May would be a year, uh, May 2018, so if, like, what, three, four months? Correct. I, I believe that we're going to be uh, one of the go-to clinics for health and wellness here in Austin. I think when people think about the ultimate optional approach to health and wellness, I think we're going to be included in their treatment plan or their, or their, or their protocol or whatever their paradigm is, right? Like MSW lounge is going to be part of that trip where people come in, they say, Oh, you know, you're, you're feeling a little under the weather. You need a boost of energy or something. You can go see the guys over at MSW lounge and they'll know exactly how to, how to help you. I think that's where we're going to come into play. And then also the second part of that is that we're going to know a lot of health and wellness people in Austin, and we're going to be able to connect other people, like-minded individuals, and, and eventually maybe set the standard for what health and wellness should be here, not only in Austin, but maybe the state of Texas. And then that leads me to my next thing is the, the five-year plan is that we don't want it just to stop in Austin or Texas. We want it, this approach and these ideas to be extended out throughout the nation. And then the long-term plan is maybe even worldwide. You know, can we change healthcare through nursing? I'm referred to as Nurse Doza, and the nurses that are working with us and are doing the same shots like Slenderella, they're in Midland and LaGrange, Bernie, and Dripping Springs, and we're soon probably going to be throughout Texas. And we might be in California next. We might be in Florida. And so that means that we're bringing our message to change change the way that we approach healthcare, whether it's mental health, brain health, whether it's eating habits, whether it's detoxification and weight loss, our approach is going to be to where other people want to have this same mentality incorporated into their medical practice, maybe in Florida. So we're going to change healthcare by maybe informing another doctor, this is how you do this. This is how you make that change. And then they start doing it in Florida and they start doing it in New York. And then the bigger picture is Slenderella is a philosophy. It's a brain and liver detox. And it's a healthy way to get your vitamins, but it's a healthy way to become, uh, become a better, a better, uh, I guess, a, a healthier person. Uh, Slenderella is a way to become healthier. That's what we look at. And if Slenderella, as a brand, is has that philosophy and has that approach, then why wouldn't other people want to try Slenderella? You can get it as a shot. You can get it as a pill. Uh, you can get it as as a, a sublingual, um, you know, oral dissolvable mix you can get it as a slenderita an energy drink you can get it as an iv it's a it's an approach it's a philosophy that you choose to be healthy and well and you want the best ingredients in your body and the long-term goal is that we want everyone to have at least try a slenderella product because that meant they took one step 
closer to becoming healthier and, and well. And we want Slenderella to be a household name across this, uh, across this world. And that's, that's really what the bigger picture is, that we want to change healthcare, and we're going to do it one shot at a time, one Slenderita at a time, one nurse at a time. And that's the bigger picture. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I know that we're at, uh, we've been busy on a couple of different things, but we wanted to take some time to, to inform you guys of what's going on, uh, give you guys an insight of uh, where we're going to be and what else we're going to do. We're going to be at AO on Saturday. Uh, we're going to be giving shots there. It might be a, 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 a monthly thing or maybe even a weekly thing, so come see us over there on the east side of Austin. Uh, we're, Austin we're at Fit Austin as well on Wednesdays now, uh, so you can come get shots there. Uh, come work out over there as well too just as, the same way as AO and uh, come have fun with us I mean that's the one thing that we've always done no matter what we're doing and what dedication we are La yesterday we worked like what 18 hours uh, <laughs> yeah. um, but we had fun all the time because it's, it's just why not we're bringing something new healthy and, and we find we've, I've met some of the best friends that I've met in my past year because of what we're doing here so thank you so much and uh, thank you guys for, for watching Thank so. you guys. Come see us at MSW Lounge.